Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. My name is Kim. Today is Saturday, the 24th day of July 2021. I'm so happy to be here. And that day, that recording, me venting, me spilling my mind, telling y'all how things should be and all. So I've been, um, I'm so thankful, yeah. So today, funny enough, is um, the 11th year after my graduation. Exactly today, 24th day of July 2010, 10 years. I was done with high school. And around this day, like it was yesterday, I still have pictures, my friends, my high school mates. Some were actually crying that day. I didn't shed a single tear. <laughs> I don't want to seem shady, but I don't regret not crying. But there are memories, like I still miss most of them. I don't talk to some of them till now, but then um, the ones I talk to, we still um, get to have so much and this energy that we have with each other till today. 11 years later, after school, after being teenagers, like we are all grown now, and um, yeah, we are all trying to live our lives. We really can. Those that get to see, we get to like, hey guys, how you been? How you guys? How's everything been? And all that kind of stuff. But then, um, it's all love and light. And um, for one thing, I think I want to thank God for because um, from where the school I finished from, one thing we always take as a priority is. Um, celebrating with each other and then like making sure everybody's fine in our life because my set 11 years after secondary school nobody has died and that like is the most amazing thing i think i had a couple of sets before and a couple of sets after us having to lose a set member or two and sadly even we have lost the proprietor of our, proprietor of our school and um, we miss her because i learned so much in high school i know we had like little parts where it wasn't really perfect but i try to be positive as much as i can and i have to say this um i think i'm thankful for the school i went to i learned so much from there my experience the basic uh, etiquette i learned from there basic principles in unimaginable honestly guys can never imagine ability to speak to talk to write well public speaking participating in activities how to eat yes was very important for our proprietors she taught us how to eat inspection days were amazing although they're, they're dreadful because <laughs> the day your room gets to be dirty you get to serve the most punishments on your room head because it was humiliating because you announced it in school but then i remember when i was in just one my room was like overall for the whole session was the cleaners room and we never took dirtiest room for once but i think on just two downwards then the whole thing is these this looked at details but to my ss1 only my ss1 okay just three yeah just three no just three yeah 2007 my just three era my room was actually getting to be one of the cleanest rooms because my room head too was also he actually had the spirit of the room head for my just one because we're all like everybody from like just all of us are in the same room from just one like each person because we're like js1 js2 ss2 ss3 then each person as i kept jumping from js1 to ss2 each person all my room heads were all in the same room with me from js1 so most of them actually have the had the principle like my room had my js3 my room had my ss1 my room had my js2 yes i can say to an extent yes um my room had my ss2 to an extent but i won't even say that so much to say but just saying um so there's a three my one of my room members was we were in the same room for five years yes so ss3 just one thing we were not in the same room only as one or two but eventually came and said put us in the same room ss2 ss3 so we we're all in the same room at some point like for a very long time and uh, i remember those times where 
for anybody who is a Kina High School alumni just knows that um, if you for the positive part of it, the positive the positive part of it is uh, I want to encourage people to be positive. Like the lessons you learned, the basic etiquette you learned from the school, moral instruction, key. We all know Mrs. Adabeshin was 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 impactful. She gave us so much that y'all can ever imagine and I'm so thankful I went to the school. Yes. After at the end of it all, I'm so thankful. Yeah. So let me jump into the just for today, um, where did I start from? Yeah, let me start from the fact that um, I talked about this during my last podcast. I think my last or two, I talked about the fact that um, certain times we as young adults get to face so much. Uh, and I don't know why I'm re-emphasizing this. I talked about this a couple of times. In your 20s, you're living your worst, your worst life, living in depression and regret, and wondering how the next era of your life is going to be. I'm saying this is I am saying this in like in respect to like number of Gen Zs or people in their late twenties to the thirties. Um, I know Nigeria is a mess. It's always been a mess, but we're always always being. I, I learned so much. We always trying to be optimistic, but I learned so much. I learned this uh, era of my life. I'm not thirty yet, but this era of my life has been um, this the late twenties for me has been very impactful. I've told myself I had to believe in myself and have faith in myself and tell myself I was going to make it because um, for everything I lived my early 20s in pain and regrets not having to leave the basic requirements everybody had like after secondary school go to university be done go find YIC I had to write jam four times I kept applying for different schools didn't get initially settled down for UJ University of Jaws Nigeria um, it was like it's we it was like this this um requirement these basic steps everybody had to follow and if you're not leaving those steps then you're not living in life and um people just end up being depressed yeah i know sometimes even at this point you're an adult you're you are you want to get married you want to settle down you, you can't wait to actually earn your own money spend your own money the way you want to spend your own money and it's not working you know but and don't, like this life there's hope there's life there's hope there, just believe in yourself i mean this is just the first phase of your life okay the second phase the first phase was okay well it depends from first second one to ten is the first two to twenty and uh, uh, one to ten is the first ten eleven to twenty second and uh, twenty one to thirty third i mean like you're just barely living your third life you know if you are or even in your 30s you still have your 30s you have your 40s you have your 50s you have your 60s you still have your 70s to leave so you're all feeling bad about how it is now doesn't count because the process sometimes you need to go through those downturns those downsides of life to appreciate where you are but what is important is having to live each day at a time um appreciating where you are living each day at a time be moving toward optimism that has that has been it for me trying to i have and then I, I i as much as i can i had to learn so much humility um trusting myself believing myself believing in god very important so it was at this point where i told myself i wasn't going to i had to leave a place where we were all of the same kind like of hopelessness 
and I started interacting with people that were like moving, people that life was moving better for them. How did you guys get to this point? And it's not just about interacting with them, making them your friends. I had very amazing friends. My close friends from the bottom of my heart know this. They have been the push behind me doing what I do. They keep telling me, we are, we are always doing the whole keeping on each other, you know. So I moved from having people that were in the same clique of hopelessness to people that are working progresses. And then I kept telling myself, okay, we, we kept encouraging my, ourselves. There are times where we were discouraged and we had to stand in for each other, you know. Not, uh, not click of, we are not clique of friends, so like I know these people individually, they don't even know themselves. But I interact with everybody at every level of how I want to interact with them and what I learned to learn from them. So it's like that and then I, I'm, I'm pushing. I know that at the end of it all, I know I'll make it. That's an assurance and I'm optimistic and I trust that God knows everything. So I, I want to encourage someone today, like y'all don't let life hit you so much that you forget that you have a goal to achieve greatness in this life. So if you let life hit you so bad and then you don't want, you don't, you don't even open your eyes to realize that there's so much, like our dreams, our inspirations beyond what this country does to us as Nigerians or wherever you are, whether you're in a third world country or in Africa generally, because we in Africa have had very shitty leaderships and it's never been like like an upscale um, trajectory for for the development of the future, you know. But understanding young people, you know, particularly those from Africa, Nigeria, that you don't you your dreams are beyond like your present situation. Your dreams are beyond what your leaders do. Your dreams, these people are the ones who will look for you. These people are the, at, at the point. It comes a time where you'll be a force to reckon with. Even these leaders won't have an option but to, do, to, to come to you. And you tell them, yo, we are doing it like this. We are done with you. You get on our power. Like you come so influential, you, tell, you kick the person. You kick, literally kick the person out of the system. Very important. We are getting to that point. Y'all, so just be optimistic, trust God, and be happy. Yeah. So, today I'll talk about something. Couple of a uh, couple of it's up to you week. Yeah. A week ago plus here. So I had to send this to some of my contacts. Yeah, I saw this on WhatsApp. So Barrister B had to say this. He said, personal opinion, yeah. But I still can't wrap my head top of their siblings of opposite on MCM Man Crush Monday or WCW, which are Wednesday crush woman cross Wednesday days like are you okay and I I was like eh? <laughs> I, I I was like I I I I wanted to like say like the craziest things I want to say but I am trying to learn to be open and not be critical towards anybody so I said okay fine this is the best of my, my podcast so I sent this I sent this screenshot of what he said what I just read earlier to a number of my friends yeah number of people I actually know personally and um I, some of them actually had this to say so I won't call the persons just like how I said by the B I won't call the persons I'll use the like random letters to describe who they are so K says and he thinks it is a dicey situation how you seem how you see MTM or WCW? Typically, it is a name, as the name in, I, I be, it's typically as the name entails. 
typically it's as the name is actually what it is and it's got two definitions for him or for them for them i mean um number any word for them is actually physically or admiring someone who has who is working hard or dedicated to their craft so it depends on where you see it from and case is that it's okay it becomes from the latter part which in your sibling the mc um mcm or wcw because like the fact that there are two parts of it i can't think there are two parts of it yeah there are two parts of it but i pray i, I get to like do just to this from different perception about people like that's one so he has to say they had this to say he says one needs to know what the word crush means generally in africa we see it as a harmless situation yes it's actually like a harmless situation a crush could be for a season a day or a long time he thinks it doesn't mean the whole man crush monday or wmcmw thing you know he sees it as um a, a very harmless thing you know an admiration or appreciation he doesn't see anything wrong with with it unless there is a perversive perversive reason to see it that way making emphasis on as century and where things seem harmless and we take so much meaning to it okay well that's interesting for me i see it from that perspective i'm like okay this is interesting okay uh, my next um person on the list is ks ks thinks everyone's got choices and entitlement to what they want to do or who they want with same thing applies for the mcm or wcw KS says there are reasons they use a family member uh, for these reasons. Looking at the level of impact or influence these people have had on level of consumption on your life, it is their prerogative. It is their prerogative actually, and everyone's got choice. So, according to KS, let me jump to the next person. ST thinks uh, it comes from a perception of appreciation siblings are allowed but if your thoughts are sexual it shouldn't be it shouldn't be included st sees it as spiritual uh, sees it from the spiritual perspective not dining with it you can use it the mcm the bcw for people you are romantically involved with but not in a lustful way the sexual aspect of the should be suppressed and believers should need to see themselves or participate in that aspect i think this person is coming from the perspective, perspective of the, the, as, as a christian you know like uh you don't do all those kind of things from <laughs> the lustful perspective if you're a christian or a believer you know why this person is actually seeing from this perspective yeah so um kn has contrary opinion for what i actually mentioned from earlier kn thinks it's not all right it shouldn't be someone other than your family. It shouldn't be someone that is not that is your family. You know, this was KN feels the WCW or MCM is for someone yeah not uh, not uh, that is you know automatically entangled with not entanglement. You know, you know like when you are someone you're like not anybody else other than your family member should be like MCM and WCW. Yeah, and by the way, Ken is a lawyer, so I don't know. I think lawyers actually have a different perspective because I have another lawyer who has said something different. 
SG says people really do that. I was like, eh? <laughs> like people actually wish their siblings WCW or MCN. Like people actually do that. They say they say they think it's well that's SG thinks it's for love interest only hasn't done any has anything to do with siblings and SG has never done that SG doesn't, SG doesn't think they are going to do it anybody to any of their siblings ever and I was like okay this is interesting I don't know I, I think lawyers are looking at it from the intellectual perspective so but I think it's harmless like beyond your intellectualism it's um yeah we, people use slangs now so I don't know <laughs> Well, I still have much um, to eat. C says they can do that for siblings or parents or friends. The whole MCM WCW thing. C thinks that it can be healthy. It can be a healthy thing in terms of appreciation, a phlegmatic thing, you know, and it it can do uh, even relationships. You know, it's not something that has to do, uh, do with um, sexual per se. Because I think most of the critics for people using the MCM WCW is from the fact that it's actually basically in a sexual perspective. And I'm like, okay. I actually never really saw MCM WCW as from the aspect of of sexual. Like, I see a beautiful woman and I tell her that, oh, you're my woman crush. Wednesday, I love you. I've done it once for one person, yeah, Chris Michelle. I love at that time she was promoting her um what's the album she released at that time? 2016 when she was independent. I was the name of the album, but then I remember when I, I she put a she did this very fine picture. And if you know Chris Michelle, she's actually a very beautiful woman. So I like, okay, Chris like WCW Chris Michelle and I appreciate her so much because she's a very beautiful woman. And well, she she's a celebrity. I don't know. She's the opposite sex, so I don't know. It doesn't justify the fact that I'm saying what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm still uncertain. Yeah. So Ke thinks people use it to advertise sharp. Really, <laughs> but not like with the, not like with the bad intention. Like just advertise. Okay, the person like the person like fresh person, person like sexy person. I know. I don't even know. I just feel like people just say what they have to say. Um, and things doesn't really have an opinion and doesn't actually have an opinion about this but doesn't think it's proper because a sibling can't be a crush looking at it from the intellectual angle yes and thinks that it's not okay and thinks it's weird that you use your sibling as your MCM or WCW your I don't know it's psychopathic uh, but then <laughs> God help you all <laughs> so um p well let me see this about p me and p actually had like hours of conversation about this p actually told me cited situations where wishing um a sibling um mcm wcw coming from an aspect of appreciation so let me just say this from p um p lacks the words to say mm-hmm. p was personal said they don't they they haven't these people haven't been loved look at people from that perspective um p thinks like family plays an impact and um feels like it's his speech for anybody to say that kind of thing towards her when she wishes 
oh sorry they <laughs> when they wish that they wish their family members the whole wcw or mcm and when the sibling is valid for example um, you see people who uh, family some people actually have that first love of their family outside their family there hasn't been love as much as they get from the family so the only affection of love like i said from c c actually said the same thing earlier like it's phlegmatic there isn't so much sexual feeling though i feel like um I, i'm trying to like look for a balance between the intellectualists and people who are just using it for slangs or people who just want to appreciate anyone because i think i i see mcm or wcw from i actually learned it not from the sexual perspective i didn't even look at it until christ b actually said it and said that uh, it was weird that you wish your sibling the mcm or wcw and i was like okay this is weird but then um i think these are my thoughts I think it's harmless. I don't know what crush means. I think it means something like I haven't I haven't checked it yet. But I'm looking at it from like what society because and those like okay, y'all know that the word hustle, hustle, hustle. Hustle is actually like a bad word. It means somebody who steals or something like that. And then um that's hustle. And then we use that slang in our days to mean like to look for money or putting up in the hustle to look for how to make ends meet you know and um i think the same thing applies for mcm wcw it has the general meaning but i think with with time we create slangs and then the same words are used in a very in a less harmful situation i think the same thing applies for mcm and wcw so i don't think people should look at it like this let's agree that two aspects of it there's the intellectual and there's the um, the leisure and leisure in this aspect, like just for fun, you know, like just positive energy, being optimistic, or just being happy, appreciative of somebody else. You know? So I think uh, that part people should just wherever you see it from, Jack, all the best to you. I'm just thinking it's not from the very perversive thing. I think it's perversive for you to think it that way. Well, excuse uh, exemption of lawyers because lawyers think differently. They think it's weird. <laughs> I don't know anybody else. Okay, I have a friend who is not a lawyer, but she feels it's weird. Yes, this person actually schooled her, bro, so she thinks it's weird. So I think if you school the Yankee and you have a different perspective and you listen to the podcast, please go to where you got the link from and then tell the person to tell me or if you can if it's from twitter you can just reply the post where i post this link on and like okay i'm not agree with this you know whether you have a different opinion about the mc mc mcm or wcw which is man crush monday or the woman crush wednesday yeah um so i saw this on twitter as yesterday a couple of days ago although i've actually had this conversation a couple of times well, I didn't know. Apparently, um, I thought about this earlier. I think two podcasts or a podcast ago about the fact that um, schools like Covenant University encourage internship. Yeah, like from first year to like your final year in the school. I think for every holiday, they encourage students to go for internship. Yeah, well, at home, go work somewhere, like enrich your CV. And you, you people know that all of us that went to Federal University, now only has two strength to make us. And nobody say you go go work for office, so 
you're looking for the, the best tree you can learn. Um, you're learning your crafts, you're learning how to sew, you're learning how to do the best things you can do. And <laughs> when you finish school, the only thing you're left with is a um, certificate. Well, apart from those who actually did that, their courses actually um, have the opportunities for them to do internship in training level, when they go for IT. Um, I don't think, actually, for, like, for me, you, there was an internship. I studied history. We didn't have internship. Like, it was history from 100 level to 400 level. I learned how to sew during my ASU strike, period, strike periods. I, um, I didn't, <laughs> my first formal job was the job I am working now. And I learned so much. And talking about the fact that people actually want to recruit people who finish from private universities or schools, some prestigious universities in schools. Schools like ABU, Zaria, schools like UI, Ibadan, schools like Lasso, I don't know if Lasso is on, or Unilag. Certain schools in the south, or private universities like Covenant University, or Landmark, or Backup University, or any of those prestigious universities you actually just mentioned. But like you who finish from schools here where they are given so much recognition, I feel like it's unfair that we are being categorized in this perspective. But I don't blame people for actually seeing because the recruiter actually said the recruiter actually said um he actually likes to recruit people who finish from Covenant University because he goes through their CVs and CVs are actually very appreciative. And I'm like, okay. How many times like I've always I've said it earlier, I think one of my passions in this life is to create a forum where people who finish on the art faculty, the art and humanities, create rooms for them to do internship, formal jobs, not just formal, create like a formal institution, but it's where they could learn skills, craft arts, um, a lot of things involved in society can do now, whether it's computer application, different forms of life, but putting in a formal way, you understand, to create avenues for people to learn. So I also feel like, okay, you just like to just take to build your business. I know there's a point where as a business person you averagely selfish, which I think is unfair. <laughs> I look at it from an employee's perspective. But I'm just saying, like, have you ever considered being impactful? You're packing those that are very good. Okay, you want your business to grow? Yes. Um, somebody said this to me earlier today. He said that um in your business, as an employer, you get to include both those who are good and those who aren't good. It is your role to teach them how to be good or teach them how to be good at what they do, you know. And um, I just feel like this is why people get to have so much of the level of depression in this country because you're not selected because you didn't go to the, the, this university or that university or you're giving certain sentiment because you do certain courses, you know, and you have to put in the extra effort, you know. But I'm um, just saying, Jerry recruiters, not the Lake University, Although it's important to look university at the same time. <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, I, it, I, it makes sense and doesn't make sense at the same time that you get to, uh, like, you want your business to grow, you recruit those who finish from prestigious universities because you know that they aren't just prestigious universities, they're actually universities that actually teach people. And you don't need to stress yourself when it comes to employing these people because they know what to do. Unlike employing someone who just graduates and you have to train the person again. I understand. Maybe for small scale, medium scale businesses, I think that should count. But your large scale business person, I think you should get in that that way of having to see an opportunity to teach these people like basic life etiquette, basic work etiquette. Yes. 
um yeah that's for me from that perspective um i've been saying this to you know i've been saying this you know, on twitter uh about the fact that i've been throwing shade at introverts yeah <laughs> in a very weird way i've been throwing shade at introverts mm. i'm an extrovert i think i'm, I'm an extrovert like a lot besides the radio i know that times where i'm having conversations with people from the first time they, they see my pictures and like oh you're a total opposite of what you are in pictures you look so gentle but we know there's so much drama so much force and how you talk so yeah this is it i'm an extrovert and um why i'm being so shady towards introverts i think it's in the uh, aspect of love interest mm, not love interest per se but generally conversations with introverts are the most exhausting but trust me when an introvert opens up to you is the most amazing thing because like they shock me that's one they shock me like this person can actually be like this that's one two is the fact that um you never even know that um these people actually get to bottle so much the beauty i think the beauty about it is that the bottle like for me personally i think closure is like if i'm having issues with somebody i like i i, I like to vent it out to be at peace or for closure's sake let me just know that um i'm telling my mind i've said what i said and then shalom and i have peace of mind but i've heard i've had questions of um introverts who just tell me well i just bottled it i bottled it up inside how do you put that thing how do you put that shit shit six shit six god <laughs> how do you even do it that you get to say you bottle all these things in your mind yeah, I'll try busting in until they get a copot on my chest. Mm-mm. I got stuck on. Maybe the thing just come out. And I say what I have to say. I tell you, this is boss, bass. You did me this. I like you. You did not, you did not respect this kind of kindness. And then at least I, I actually had conversations with some of them. They're like, okay. Some is key. Okay. Introverts, listen to this podcast. This is for you. Now they tell me. <laughs> Not to shade my friends, I have cousins who are introverts. And I have friends who are introverts. I have love interests who are introverts. I think I, I don't think I, and I've tried like being in a place where I meet somebody who's almost like my kind of person in terms of character. And I'm like, nah, Jesus, is this how I am? No, never. I cannot be this kind of person. Yeah, and I just think like extroverts need, uh, introverts need to do more talking small you did you not die but i like it though because i've had a conversation with somebody and, and they're like we, we never regret what we see we see it like for me i there are times where i make statements and i have to like recant my statements or i regret what i say but you see for extroverts for, sorry for introverts they say they used to think about it within a few seconds of their minds they have just they have known about what they want to say within 30 seconds and before the stage and they're like i've said it and that's it you know and i like hey me that can just can just impossibly just make one statement and then next thing i'm like so mad or in regret of what i've said yeah but i still say what i said so um i think basically introverts just learn to read to quit abuse of people like me because i'm a very nice person even should have me as a friend and I run my mouth, but then, trust me, there are times where you want to just be quiet. One of my sisters is an extrovert, like I am. So there are times where she's just quiet, and I'm like, sis, 
what is wrong with you now? And she tells me nothing, no, just don't feel like talking. I'm like, ha! Is there a time where we as extroverts ever don't feel like talking? We always want to just talk, oh. just be running our mouth to oh, the open and the run, um, just to tell our mind, just have conversations, just, just, just have fun and all. But then, um, I don't think it's, 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 it's not fine. Well, I think long run, yeah, everybody has. I think God doesn't know why He made you an introvert or an extrovert, particularly introverts. God be like that. But I'm trying to be cool here. But try and open your mouth. This is a subtle shade to someone uh I'm making. <laughs> and the person should better open their mouth. Open your mouth and talk. Shalom. Yeah. So I think I've come to the end of my podcast for the month. Uh yeah, please do um go follow my page, this Kim. Yes. Um I run the RTO plug in Jaws, Nigeria. I sell, I facilitate buy, sell hardware, material, furniture, appliances, interior decorations and all of kind. And um just hold at me. Kim Choji on Facebook, this Kim T H I Z underscore K I M on Facebook on Instagram on Twitter. And um please help my ministry and I'll help yours. Shalom, have a wonderful time. Till I come your way in August, the Lord is your strength as the Lord is mine. Shalom again.